Welcome to Anime Archives with Ernest and John. Hey. It's March 11th. Yes. When was our last podcast? It was actually on a a date that won't happen in another four years, four to five years. Oh, yeah. Uh, It was on uh, February, February, what? Yeah, February February 29th. 29th. Yeah, that was on leap year. I guess that makes it easy to remember. I tried to release it on that day, but I didn't. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I released it on Tuesday. Well, we're back. We're back. We're back and stronger and better than ever. Yes. And we've been watching quite a lot. We've been playing a lot. There's been movies coming out to theaters around yes. us. So that I wanted to go see because someone wasn't caught up. Definitely no. dropped the ball on that. <laughs> so we got a good amount of stuff to talk about. I mean, going in right now, um, for the stuff you've seen this week, kind of what stood out to you? Uh, this week. Um, we, we can get to the movie later. I went to go see the new My Hero Academia movie. What was the title of it? Do you know? Uh, I was going to pull it up, but I didn't. I was like, oh, My Hero Academia. Heroes, Heroes Rising. Rising. Yeah, Heroes yeah, Rising. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. Uh, I thought I was spoiled with certain things. Mm-hmm. I was mildly spoiled, mm-hmm. but it turned out to be not as bad as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It was if, I, if it was what I thought it would be, I would probably be saying I'm done with the series. Really? It's not bad if it went the way I thought it was going, but it didn't. Uh, and then I just been watching, um, because it's like during my school finals week, I've been a little tight, but I was able to catch up on some new series. I watched more in- Inspector. I watched uh, Bo Fury, which I thought was an East guy, but wasn't. And I watched a new detective kind of noir name, uh, ID Invaded, along with, you know, Hiri Nosora and. You know, my Hayaku. Honestly, I just needed to just sit there and watch. Uh, and I also did watch one episode of Interspecies Reviewers. I did watch that. And it's definitely softcore hentai porn. Well, let's unpack all this. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, definitely at a time. Yes. So let's start with Inspector. Uh, what's Inspector about? Uh, <clears throat> Inspector, uh, from if I'm going to do my own uh, breakdown of it, it's basically... Uh, a world where yokai it's in set in japan yokai live demons and everything and there is this girl who i guess at a young age decided to become a goddess of the yokai uh so in order to do so she had to sacrifice part of her leg and her eye and now her job is to basically kind of keep the balance with the yokai world and like help solve their problems and stuff so they don't go angry or upset if they do go crazy like she has to like put them down or try to calm him down in any way. Uh, but basically, it's her. And then there's a guy who I guess she meets and falls in love with who is also, like, pretty much special in a way that at a young age, he ate yokai body parts. He ate, like, demon parts and ingested it as a kid for some reason. He thought, you know what, let me be kind of be cannibalism or just eat an unknown substance. Well, if you watch, I only watch the rest I only of watch it. the first four i'm on the fourth episode okay so they definitely explain it and right. it's not on the boy there's nothing he could have really done about that his life sucks he was forced but let's just say he had to eat it was this specific type of creature which i don't know what the name uh, is like well, a chimera oh do they explain every creature because they, they explain like, 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 what about this one he's like exactly i'm not saying anything yet so pretty much he has um this isn't really a big spoiler but yeah, yeah. To me, it's an important part of the okay. series, and it's the fact that um, he's practically immortal. 
and you'll kind of see yeah. him like see that and he gets that because of this uh type of yokai two types of yokai he was forced to eat on like an experiment and so it's really interesting because one of the yokai predicts the future and then but kills him when that happens and then the other yokai makes him immortal because it's of like a mermaid so he has goes through this kind of like weird life and death cycle of where he can't really die because the mermaid keeps bringing him back but yet every time he does die he like sees a thread into the future uh, so if he pulls on this thread he can kind of manipulate the future a little bit more so he can like prevent death and other stuff but what do you mean like it kills him so when he sees the future yeah so it, he di- he dies and it is revived yeah so the whole yokai that this came off of which i forgot the name of that specific yokai yeah where they can they predict the future but they die like immediately afterwards Mm. and so they wanted to somehow manifest that power into a human so if a human can do it what can we learn if we can fully predict the future and so it happened and usually you predict the future and something bad happens or you are able to maneuver around it. Is it your future it. or is it you see, you see, you any see future yeah, you see like right. infinite the future, uh, futures. So imagine it's like a bunch of threads okay. and you see like exactly kind of where they're going to end up. And the more complicated it is, the harder it is for them to see, you know, the end. Oh, okay. And so then that's what creates like holes. And so it's a really good mystery, kind of a mystery at this point, because it's the two main characters team up. You know, the guy, uh, he goes by Kor- uh, Koro and then Kotoko, uh, who you were talking about, the God of Wisdom. Yeah. So I think they make a really interesting dynamic. The one thing I really liked about the series that kind of also annoys me is the fact that I don't understand kind of the pacing of each episode. There's a lot of times, and there's nine episodes out. There's a lot of times I straight up watched an episode, and I felt like it went by in like five minutes before something kind of happened. Oh yeah, and it was really, I mean, really interesting because it's like, wait, what? How is it over already? What, and so it's really weird. What it's like is, I'm not sure if you like this kind of thing where it's like it's almost split in parts where it's like to be continued thing, but it does like right when it's like a cliffhanger. And then the next episode, it's finishing like five within, minutes. Yeah, within like three to like, five minutes. Next yeah. case. And that same thing happens again. I was like, why did they chose to do it this way? I was like, I was like what the? So overall, you've watched a few episodes. Yeah. Would you recommend it? What I do you did, think about uh, it so far? Are you going to finish it? Are you going to keep watching a couple? I'm, I'm going to keep watching. It's weird. I'm not. I don't have my like I, I'm in it. It's It, ha- it hasn't grabbed me yet. But it's a Crunchyroll original, so it's definitely one I want to support because I talked about last time Crunchyroll starting to buy these titles of animes and mangas and produce it themselves, so I want to support that initiative. Um, but it reminds me of one of those like old school like '90s animes where it was like detective, uh, like the weekly uh, case, almost mm-hmm. like how Yu Yu Hakusho started out first, or Conan, uh, or Conan. So it's like, hey, there's a small problem, solve it, and I, I and maybe later it'll become an overarching like bigger narrative. Mm-hmm. I guess from what you're saying, but I definitely think if you want to watch something that is isn't isn't too much like you gotta watch every episode big big big. That this is something that you can honestly watch uh, as long as you start another arc, you mm-hmm. can watch any episode and not feel too lost because it doesn't pertain to the last week's episode as far as my knowledge goes. 
Well, unless it comes to character building. One's, and you're on three, right? I'm on four now. Okay, you're on four. Three episodes. I did that. Yeah, so you'll, you're going to notice just one, at least from four to eight so far. Yeah. Oh, maybe even nine. It's all the same case. And it's spiraling and kind of getting bigger. So it's like, it's kind of like. It's not the same case with a, uh, this is not a spoiler, but there's a, actually, I just won't say it is. It's not that uh, yokai ghost girl, is it? Yeah. It's all about her. Uh, well, that's the thing. So, uh, do you ever remember? Like, uh, did you ever play The Witcher? Yes. Okay. So, one of the things that was great about The Witcher is you always got on this side mission, and when you got on the side mission, some side missions became a whole big chunk of the game. It was like a main mission just in itself. Okay. And then you found out more details, and you're like, "Damn, that's a lot bigger than what I originally thought." That's what they kind of do with this one, okay. where it just kind of starts, and you're like, "Okay, it seems like it's open and shut." And then it's kind of spiraling up where you're just like, it builds on itself really well. Is it, is this thing going to build off from, so the first few episodes are just more character building. It doesn't build off from the other episode, does it? Yeah. So it's pretty much like. I did, they do from, a two year skip that was weird at the, at the start of episode three. They definitely do. It doesn't yeah. Say it doesn't like, say anything. It's almost like a doing a manga. That's like, I'm going to doubt this manga. But I want to forget all this arc. Yeah. I want to go to this arc that I like. This it's, is what we're adapting. You're years, exactly so. right when it comes to that. Because it was like, they don't mention it at all. Yeah. But it's like, uh, they knew each other. Or they must have dated for a year and a half, two years. Something yeah. of that sort. And it's because, weird because expl- I'm still on episode four. So I'm not sure if they are dating. But I did, she showed pictures of her with the guy. And he looks miserable. And I was like, yeah. and he I almost thought it. that he did something with her. Yeah. Well, he admits saying, that they're dating, so they oh, could okay. have definitely done something, like, for sure. But, again, at this point, he still keeps her at arm's length. Oh, so, okay. it's like, I don't, I doubt he did that for two full years. This is, and but, this is what brings me to a question I want to ask you that happens in the show. If you were dating a girl, and you were just walking, something happens, and something appears that is unexplained to you in your senses, and your partner uh, steps in the way. And it gets hurt somehow. You see, no, actually, no. I guess that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you can't and even be vague like she's that. She's not afraid. Uh, audience okay. don't understand what you're saying. Say, say you're you have a new girl you're dating her. You're she's in the kitchen. She breaks a glass and she picks it up and you like oh and she breaks it in her hand. You're like oh is everything all right? And you check her hand and you see it heal automatically. Will that so freak you out? Did you see it cut then heal or yeah, it's cut like you see it okay. breaking her hands. See you see that it was a big ass wound. And then you start seeing it heal. So her hand's as bleeding. If, and yeah, then as if I it's see bleeding, it just you just like, see like all, all the blood like revitalize itself. Will that freak you out? I would look at her and I would definitely be concerned. And then I'd have to ask, are you going to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> Think of that. Like the moment I see, you see that. Last time I see crazy shit like that, it was on Parasite. Or it was just wow. like kind of that unexpected thing that can lead to murder once you find out. I mean... I think anyone would be concerned when they did that, when they seen that. Wouldn't you? Uh, I guess that's true. I'd be freaked out, but I wouldn't be freaked out that I think you're a monster. I don't think. How do you know? Like, imagine if you seen this cut that where it, it should have been to the bone, where you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And then you see it fully heal, and then they just look at you. And of course. Me, I'm the type of guy who's petty. Like, if my partner had superpowers. I'd be more mad then if they're doing like superhero stuff and I don't have abilities. I'd be that guy who's like, I want to steal those that powers. That is a superpower. <laughs> Invincibility? Yeah, and I, I would want to steal it. I'll be like, <laughs> I want to figure out a way to get that power. Oh, man. I'm that type of guy. 
don't know about that. Uh, but, but yeah, I definitely say uh, check it out. Look at I, I I don't dislike it. I think it's it's something new. It's not like in my sports genre thing, but I'm interested in seeing where everything goes with this story. Nice. Um, so it, what was one of the other anime you said? We got Inspector. And what was uh, one of the other ones that you were uh, kind of going if through? If we're going to stick with uh, Crunchyroll for now, uh, I also watch. Uh, I sit next to a God of Destruction. Uh, my cl- yeah, gross. A destructive yeah, a destructive God sits next to me. I got a three and, and a half star, and Ooh. it is uh, comedic anime. I watch the first two episodes. <laughs> Looks like you watched an episode <laughs> and not even a half. <laughs> Looks like you I watched, watched half episode. an episode. That is, I, I finished that second episode. I know for a fact it is. So it's half yeah, an episode. I finished this thing. You better finish that yeah. thing. Uh, but that it's it's just uh, another little comedy uh, anime about uh, three classmates. One guy, but one classmate, I guess, in middle school believes that they are a god of destruction, a demon, and have like they wear this little eye patch, and if it's flipped. It brings out this demon lord of theirs that they contain in their body called Miguel. And it's just hijinks and Wait, stuff. Isn't and he, so, uh, so he's a chinbio? So, one of the, like, someone that suffers from fourth grader syndrome, where they think they have powers in, like, high school or middle school, but they really don't? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Think it's called a chinbio. Like, uh, yeah. it's, it has parts that makes me laugh. Uh, there was one part where it reminded me. I'm not sure if it was you or another friend, but it reminded me. Chuni Bio. Uh, there was a character. Uh, it remind, they were playing like with their switches. And they were playing like an Animal Crossing game. And one guy went and they. Uh, one guy was like, oh, I love my world. It's so great. And another, his friends joined their world, got, put themselves in it, and start messing it up. Start digging holes in the country. It's like, no. And they <laughs> they try to get in a beef. And it was just. It was pretty fun out of that. That sounds pretty like, good. Goofy hijinks. So you'll um, end up watching this one? Like, yeah, it I'm sounds gonna, like I'm a gonna, pretty lighthearted anime. Watch more. It's pretty lighthearted. And it surprised me because I feel like it could be short, but they do full 30-minute episodes. Yeah. So And it's like little bit, bits, like this case, this thing, this. Uh, but I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I'm going to watch, finish up, do, finish my three episodes of it and see if I really want to invest. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it so far for being um, a start of the year for the anime. Like we said That's a little fair. bit last time, it feels like this winter uh quarter just like animes that we'll see if this works or not and this falls uh, but yeah hmm. what about any any two that you want to talk about let's see so for me the two that kind of stand out so far one's called absolute duo absolute duo i found it randomly on like a youtube playlist hmm. just randomly it kind of like a clip of from it yeah it was like a clip and so then I was like, okay, let me see kind of what's going on. Okay. And pretty much it's just standard boy enters school where students actually uh, have to battle with each other with these like specific weapons. Yeah. And so his, um, his weapon ends up being a shield. So I th- <laughs> yeah, I thought that was hilarious. But this came out in 2012, so before Shield Hero. This is a, a oh, pretty wow. older one, yeah. So, but the thing is, is you can only fight and so for this came school. out in 2012? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, no. 2015. So the, the light novel came out in okay, 2012. Cool, cool. That's so where the source material. popped up. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much the thing about it is in the school, you can only continue and get better or further up in the school is uh, if you're in a pair. 
So you can only fight oh. in partners. So he ends up getting paired with the typical like pet girl. And it's not good. I wouldn't say it's a great anime, to be honest. I guess I only got one up. I've watched 10 episodes of it. And there's a couple episodes where I'm like, why am I still watching? And but why do you because when I hear anyone says what stood out, I always thought these ones going to be some good ones that you better bring up. (laughs) Then you said, why am I watching this? (laughs) Exactly. But the thing is, is again, this is what I've been watching, like what I've watched over the past week. And so absolute duo. uh, What? I've been watching it more on YouTube. Uh, That's where I'm able to find, actually find the, find the episodes on YouTube. Mm. Um, I mean, to be honest, there's really not much that draws me to this anime. I, I watched it because of one original clip where I like the action. Okay. And then I, I mean, cause it's fighting. And so I like what they're doing in terms of some of the fights. And there's a, a slight mystery in terms of both of their past, but that's an all anime. I mean, it's okay. kind of a cookie cutter in terms of the terms of that. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say it's great, but if you're looking for like a mindless action safe kind of harem anime that's on youtube i was that's on youtube you can definitely find it it's called absolute duo and how is it look on youtube it's like youtube full bar or youtube they had to hide from being demonetized oh it was full it was full bar okay full bar was so no i'm not trying to do do anyone dirty you can i try to watch that's what caused us not to watch paradise kiss yeah i was like i cannot we couldn't find it it (laughs) was so tough or i when i did find it you had to really like go with the audio d uh downgraded and change just so it doesn't get uh block founded by youtube bots Mm -hmm. i was like no i can't watch this i'd rather buy the 200 hundred dollar tick movie dvd which obviously i didn't do that i would skip it that's basically how much it costs. I was like, "What to buy the series? Buy a twelve episode anime? Like almost a hundred something dollars?" Yeah, they they ain't playing around when it comes to that. I was like, "Beefy." Now the other one I've been watching is another uh one from this one's from Crunchyroll. It's called Set in Academy. Join the pack, <laughs> and pretty much it just main character, uh, Jin ends up enrolling. So for some reason they don't. I don't know if they explained it and I missed it, but he enrolls in a school. Where everyone's an animal and he's the only human. And they, I don't, again, I don't remember them ever saying, why did he choose this it, damn school? It's not like, uh, what was the last season of the demon, demon class? A kid who goes to a demon school? Um, it's very similar. Okay. Very similar, except they're all animals, except him. And they know that and, he's not animal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, there's the typical well, cat, the sloth, the koala, the dog, the panda. The random lion that pops up every once in a while in an episode and tries to have sex with like a gazelle. And he's like, it's such a weird The the disrespect I see, though, is like everyone else is like humanoid, humanoid animals. But the lion looks just like a big ass, like human, but with a lion ass face. Yeah. Not human. No, it doesn't look like a human nearly as much. But you'll see they do that for random different species like bears. Like, okay, so panda bears yeah. are like this female, for instance. Like what you see on the title. Lazy uh, as hell, I bet. But when it comes to the like brown bear or black bear, it looks like an actual bear. Just walking on yeah. two feet. And- but they also have like dinosaurs. Like T-Rex is oh, up in this. The- yeah, they're like the teachers. Again, it doesn't make any sense. There's not a logic. Oh, but pretty much this guy somehow knows more about these dumb animals 
than they themselves. Like, and their family. Oh, he obviously- knows about their, like, sp- yeah. is he. Yeah, he's like, oh. Is he, he a smart guy or something? He's or just like. like got a maybe the only animals? guy that knows how to open up a damn Google page. <laughs> like, because all these animals oh, are like, okay. why am I acting like this? And you could tell they must all have, like, parental issues because yeah. none of their parents have told him what to experience like, in adolescence. Why am I so tired? Yeah. Why can so I only <laughs> eat this? Why do I do this? And it's ridiculous. Like. So but it, has, no teacher. it does sprinkle animal facts through the whole damn like series so oh, far man. where it's really interesting like hyenas there was a girl that uh looks like a girl but has a dick and uh, hyenas she's a hyena yeah well a hyena looks like a girl but has a dick and so she thought she was a man because she has a dick but the thing is is in reality like female hyenas still have dicks and it's like a, a, a random dumb fact. They show up in here and you're like, she doesn't understand it. But the main character is like, yo, even if you show me your dick, you're still a female. Like, you're not a man. You're just kind of dumb. That's progressive right there. I mean, it's really. It's changing the world. That, that's, that's, <laughs> is that right? Japan? No, it's I'm real, though. It's it based real. off a of hyena. It like, real hyenas have that. Good. It's real biology. So she felt. Animal. She felt like it's weird that I identify as a girl, but I have a penis, so I should be like, I'm a boy. Exactly. But he's like, no, you're a... And so then she tries to, like... They explain why they have penises? Well, that... Why does an elephant have a trunk? We don't know. I mean, what do you want? Like, this is real. They they do know why. They Elephants use that to pick up stuff. Yeah. And eat and stuff. (laughs) They use... It's almost like their arm. They just... Evolution. Okay, then why do an elephant has a tail? Evolution, my boy. Then they must have a penis for evolution. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is the right. damn difference? I'm, I'm not a right. hyena expert. I don't know, like, Maybe animals right. that, and the, like, like what, the, I don't know. All we know is she got Because I know there's certain animals, like, if the man die out, they're like, well, we need to still fucking live so we can uh, simulate ourselves. I know, uh, I think alligators do that. So much so, yeah. Well, I don't know any mammals that do that. They can just change. I can, I can see that for like a reptile or like I think an are, insect. A mammal. I know insects like frogs. I'm yeah. pretty sure they can like be both sex. And then, uh, gosh, there was that one where they like stab each other and whoever loses becomes the female. It's like a type of insect. Really weird shit out there, man. But oh. yeah, either way. It's called Seton Academy. He pretty much just goes through and solves a bunch of problems because he's trying to get with the only human girl on campus and he can't because <laughs> oh. all these problems from dumb animals. So it's hilarious. And he hates the animals. So just hearing his like inner just monologue of, oh, I hate this stupid animal. I hope I can get them all just expelled. <laughs> but oh. it's it's good. So either way, that's the second one that I've checked out. I mean, after that, I've been still on that Eastkai Quartet. Oh, Eastkai Quartet, yeah. I like how they introduced the Shield Hero, and he's only in every other episode because he's not even in their class. He's in the other class. Oh, uh, okay. he's in the class like two, so he's not, you see him once every like two or three episodes. But I like it overall. Um, I think they did an interesting, at least for episode nine. Yeah, okay. they. Kind of focused on the re-zero girls, and there was almost something that kind of alluded to where I felt like it was for it could be foreshadowing for season two. Yeah, don't really know, but they really focused on that girl with the the blonde hair, and there was a couple things that the short hair girl, Uh, short blonde, the one that was in the library. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, they focused on her, and there was a couple things she said where I was like, oh. wink, wink. Can't yeah. Tell. So yeah. I, I I'm really. To, I'm about to enter depression again by watching the uncut stuff. I was just waiting for it to get further ahead. And I'm going to sit there and watch and see, give you a review of what I think. Yeah. Well, it'll be good to hear like the difference yeah. between the two. Because so far, I, I like how all these anime are interacting with each other. Yeah. Like the people from Subaru and then it's funny, uh, the people from Tani's world. Because yeah. they're the, the guys are the only ones that aren't part of like a harem. Oh, so they, yeah. they look and they see Malfumi with his girls. And they say Subaru with his like his girls. And they uh, see like... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the guy from Konosuba. Konosuba, yeah. Oh, I uh, forgot his name. Katsuya, maybe? Uh, I wouldn't... Uh, I don't know his blanking. name, so I didn't watch the show. That's uh, uh, Ichiro? Definitely Suzuki? not Ichiro. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I thought... No. Um, thing is. Oh, yo, they have Cromarty High now on Crunchyroll. Well, we already watched that. Stuff. I know, but like, that's really cool. Either way... Um, I like how all they how they all Kazuma. interact. Kazuma, there we oh, go. How they all interact with each other. I haven't watched the movie in theaters. Man. Yeah, disrespect. But I'm hey, so it was it. funny. It was funny, and you still need to watch it. You need to give it some respect because yeah, it will crack you up. It is that and Jintama are the funniest animes I've ever seen. Yeah, Both of them are really cool. absolutely hilarious. But East Kai Quartet season two is still going on. It's going strong, has an overwhelming good uh, rating, and I highly recommend that. You need to be checking that out. Those are only like few episodes, uh, like 12 minute 12 episodes. episodes. So you can finish it really, really quick or at least get caught up. Um, what uh, what else are you watching, man? Uh, real quick, before I move on to my, my Hulu playlist of stuff, I checked, don't want to, I'm going to mention it uh, just so people might want to check it out. Uh, what the? Oh, snappers. They just made a Tenchu Muyo season five. Yo, oh, I seen that. So I'm going to let my wife know about that. All right. Anyways, uh, I I started watching. I checked out one show. I was going to hopefully watch three episodes, but I didn't go around to it. And that was Darwin's Game. It's another mm. uh, uh, death game where people enter a contest and they might get murked. Have so, you watched any death games? Um, The lo- last one I watched to its completion was uh it was like the zodiac um let's see what's called uh it was like oh it's called uh doesn't turn out white for her but one guy he was cool it was fun it was just like he just has a power that is really can't beat kind of impossible to beat it to be honest it's like you can't beat that that's Uh, fair yeah uh and then uh but yeah uh, and then i i I talked about future diary i need to sit down and watch that finally um but that was the only one i remember watching zodiac war and darwin's game it's like that and I think they had another thing that uh was like king's game they had a season before mm-hmm. that was like students who play like a true for dare they don't do it right they get murked so that this one's different because it's just people killing each other 
but in that one it was like a trooper dare and i heard that one was iffy this one's getting kind of the same vibes it has about on Crunchyroll right now it has actually no well i don't believe it but we'll see uh it has uh five stars on Crunchyroll. damn that's what it says well that's pretty good so but i was gonna be the judge um yeah man uh Another one I I checked out, uh, at least two episodes of it was uh, Somalia: The Force. Mm. Um, what do you think of that one so far? Uh, it's a cute one. It reminds me a little bit of like if it's sad because I want to say these things like ones I haven't really finished, but like it reminds me of like Ancient Magnus Bride or exactly. Violet Evergarden. It's very like very subtle stories that you learn as these people travel throughout this world. Man. Definitely haven't seen Violet Evergarden, but yeah, Age of Magnus Bride, I watched a bunch of that and I really, really liked it and it gave me a very similar feeling. Also, uh, as a just a heads up, uh March thirteenth, um uh, Netflix B Stars is coming to Netflix that date. Oh snap. I'm watching all the I'm binging that because I I just don't want to see boobies bouncing on the side of the screen. Uh, yeah, we had to go to some some sites. super shady sites just to watch Beastars, and I stopped on like episode nine, I think, just because I was tired of that shit too. Oh, and I was like, oh my, my computer might get a virus. Well, and even interspecies, that one was like, you eighteen, you over eighteen, boy. I was like, oh yeah, I was like, oh, oh. Uh, creepy. But that Beastars, I definitely yes. wanted to wait for it to get on Netflix so we can support it. I mean, that's how it's gonna get kind of watch it all. Oh, yeah. And there's a Netflix movie I want I wanted to watch, but it's based on a video game. It's uh, uh Dragon Quest. That movie looked watch. dumb. Choose it your story. Terrible. It's one of the best. The the story it's based off is one of the best Dragon Quest games ever. Visually, it looks terrible because the CGI stuff. Yeah, I think so. At I least. won't check it out. You, I almost thought I it was because that game allows you to have choice. So I was like, Oh, does it? Movie? Yeah, the video game does, but. I'm not sure if the movie will let you choose. Oh, definitely a, not. For an aspect. For sure not. But the game actually lets you choose? Yeah, the game lets you choose your partner and stuff. That's all it really is in certain aspects. Oh. Well, it's like, going to be real gonna, choice. Who's going to be your your future kids? Uh, hair color. Basically, that's what you pick. It's like long <laughs> hair, the blue hair, the kid's hair color. That's that. hilarious. Uh, yeah. And, that, and that's all I have watched. On Crunchyroll. Yeah. So moving on to Hulu. If you want to go. Oh, wait. I guess we didn't really. Yeah. Uh, do I recommend Somali the Forest? If you like Violet Evergarden and if you like uh, Ancient Magnus Bride, I would say give it a try. It's very cute. Uh, very like a uh, father protecting his daughter as they go to this world. And me and me and John both think it's going to get sad at some point. Yeah. So if you like cute, <laughs> sad things, yeah. here we go. If That's you like for you. Pulling out your heartstrings. Check it out. Yeah, I would recommend it myself. I mean, I, I'm a fan of it. I think it has a good tone. There's definitely a cute... It paints a picture of a cutesy world, but kind, kind of cutthroat. It makes you feel like a kid again, because you don't really know how dangerous that world is, even though it's so beautiful. So, uh, again, big fan of Somali in the Blind Forest. Um, another one that kind of popped out that I didn't really give credit until I started watching it was Bullfruri. And that's uh, I don't want to get hurt, so I max out my defense. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. Uh, you ended up watching time. a couple episodes. What yep. did you think of this one, man? Um, I was watching. I, I pretty much watched like I binged like three, four episodes last night. Um, 
it's it's great. I really enjoy it. It's funny. I thought it was going to be an East guy, but it's it's almost like a dot hack, like uh, or uh, what shall not be named, uh, sword art kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you log into a game, and the characters are cool. I like the main character and uh, how goofy she is, and in a point that she maxes out her defense primarily and willing to risk everything. All that I, as me as I play RPGs so for my game, it's like why does she keep doing that to her stats? I know she wants to do this, but I'm just like. Would this work in a real video game? It made me question, like, could this be something that could work and be actually a good thing? I've been questioning it myself. Yeah. It's like, do it's have like I been playing games wrong my whole life? It's like very, like, dedicated, like, hey, this is my... But, and then her friend joins. Anyways, it's it's funny. It's cute. It's uh, good. I'm, like, I'm liking the characters, and I'm wanting to see what happens, especially uh, the main girl, because she's just funny how she marks people. Like, especially she marks people drawing she was like oh i'm just gonna draw oh yeah that whole tournament when people (laughs) ran up to her oh it was so funny the first guy's like sorry up to a vr like say they you put you in a hospital they hook you up to this vr thing and pretty much so you have fluids you obviously your uh, your body doesn't die but now you're in this world to where you can move you are fully healthy you do have this time slows down so then i mean if you do event and um, you might you will eventually die or you'll be alive for a long period of time it's like a black mirror episode it, to me, I don't even think that's a problem. Like, if I'm 60 at this point, I can't really move. What, do I want to sit here and talk to my friends about fishing? Or do I want to fight a freaking dragon? What would you want to do? But, and what but, if you no, could no, touch? No. no, I would say this about Barfui. You don't make your own avatar. You're literally you. She doesn't. She looks exactly who she is in the real world. And the same size and everything. You just get logged into the game. Yeah. So you'll be an old-ass man. You might have stats, but you're still going to be looking like an old, dirty has been. But, but one that can potentially move, one that could potentially grow because you have stats. Until you pause, they like, oh, my fucking heart. <laughs> you won't pause. If you say my heart, you're gone. <laughs> you turn a cool thing into but something cold. I, I, I agree. I can see that point that if if I was retired and that, or if I was disabled in any way, that I can have something that can give me joy and make me feel like I'm alive. Of course, I think this would be great. I mean, then it's like, what is reality? I mean, because then it's like you can, if you can get locked in and you can choose, okay, I want to be in this world doing this, doing this. I mean, think about it. You know, a lot of people would choose that. I had like people in my school have talked about 
what if this is a simulation and we are in the matrix? This is a shitty game. <laughs> we, we got fucked out. Yeah, I was like, I can't wait to not to pay anything when I get out of this game. <laughs> so what? Money? Yeah, I'll money get out and be this. like, I wish years of debt. What do you want? Yeah. If, the, if I got out of this world, my world was Bar Fury, where I just fight monsters and collect coins. I'd be happy as hell. I was like, oh, I don't know how to pay any taxes or bills. Speaking of which, I gotta, I gotta pay pay my taxes. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I'm trying to get some taxes. money. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy that show. It was good. I'll keep watching it. So there's, and that, I mean, that was uh, that VR kind of yeah, MMO. V- so there's another one out there that's kind of, I thought it was very bold to get released like uh, next to Bofuri, but also oh, it's completely different. Okay. In terms of, I think it's a lot more realistic. So if you die in this game, you can't play this game for three days. Oh, wow. So, I mean. In oh, the, I, I thought you were saying realistic where you die, you die in the game. You die in real yeah, life. So I was like, who's, gonna, who's everyone no get log into that. that damn game? Yeah, I was no like, I, do I'm good, man. <laughs> but. I thought it was really cool because they kind of throw out some drama. I mean, with like player killers all over the place. So it's like your the character died and he couldn't log in. For, so he's pissed off and frustrated for like three days before he was able to log in yeah. again. And do you think that creates more player killers? I mean, there's griefers. I mean, well, with him, he's not probably not a player. I mean, he's no. not going to The main that. character that happens to him? Yeah, it yeah, happens like to the day. main character. Uh, I mean, a couple like an episode yeah. or two wins. So it's pretty interesting just in terms of I feel um, it's a little darker than Bullfury. Not much, but it is a couple shades darker than okay. that. And, I mean, I've only watched probably about four episodes so far. Yeah, I can see four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, but do you, do you if, if anyone was saying I can only watch – one or the other, which one would you recommend? More? I would recommend Bofuri myself just right. because it's every episode has cracked me up and entertained me in some weird way. Okay. I'm just like, what is she going to do now? You get him, girl. Um, I'm going to just quickly talk about uh, Sorceress, Stabber, Orphan. Um, I think I brought it up before. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, old 90s anime brought back. And it's a 90s anime. It's all. I'll, I'll leave it at that. The first episode just was goofy. I just can't do it. I was like, I know there's an overarching story that happens, but I w- wasn't immediately invested in the characters, and I haven't went back to it to finish it. Haven't. Not sure if I will. I don't know what and- to do with this. It looks okay. Like when I think about when I hear you talk about it, it makes me sad. But when I like look at at least you know the pictures because I haven't even given it one episode yeah. of my attention, it looks like a typical decent. Like, yeah, he looks cool. I like his style, but I don't know. I just what about it? Is it hidden? Are you giving it a fair chance? Are you acting like Konosuba over there? It's you there's this it? part where uh, after. They they set up kind of the beginning episode, so like, like basically like he he was a magician at this big fine academy, and something happened to his sister that he quits because she becomes a dragon, this demon dragon flies away. So he's like, no sister, and he quits the school, and now he's basically a freelance uh, magician doing like odd jobs and whatnot. Huh. And uh. He's still as skilled, but he's not part of that kind of thing. 
So it was just more like, you know, there's a big arching story, but there's going to be small little things that happen in between. And in that episode, they introduced to his, uh, these little kids hijinks where it's like the boy and his brother has these big glasses with the circles in the middle, you know, those that anime trope with the, the circle, the, that yeah. they steal and they're getting chased by a police officer. And then he is trying to say, Hey, that, that I know them. They're fine. And then high hijinks pursue. And then they end up going to try to mar- hustle this girl into marriage to win money from her. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care about this. That's fair. Go back to the fight and stuff. I don't really care about. And I'm like, oh, oh, now we know you're only here for the money. We're calling the police. It's like, what the? That seemed pretty uh, dumb. Yeah. But I, I, well, I won't say anything. If if I, if I watch any of it, I'll let you know. Please, but I don't think you will. Uh, yeah. After knowing what I know, <laughs> definitely it's uh, not going to happen. Yes. I mean, aside from that, man, I myself haven't really watched too much because I've been, I just got done beating that Hardest Stone for The Witcher. Oh, you finished Hardstone? I finished that. So now I'm on the, the Blood and Wine and Blood I'm trying wine. to beat Blood that. and Wine's the one where you had the curse, right? Uh, that's Hardest Stone. Oh, it's Hardest Stone? Yeah. Okay. Hardest Stone, you're going against the devil or or like a vampire. It's like one of the two. I think it's the devil. No, it's the devil for sure. Oh, def- Hardest Stone? You get yeah, that? Yeah, the devil puts that on you. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, his name is gone through you see the dead. one who's like you kill like cut his throat and his no. head was just hanging and he's no. like immortal no he's the guy that you actually meet at the very start of the game itself and he gives you direction or he tells you uh that he's seen yennefer kind of passing so at the very start oh, of the, the witcher of the witcher 3 yeah very start of that game when you and um old boy god what's his name when you go in the tavern you and vesemir go into the tavern you guys have a drink and then Vesemir says, "Hey, go ask around uh, if you got if anyone's seen Yennefer. You see that guy. You actually sit down, and he's like, "Oh, Yennefer and a Vega bird." And Geralt's like, "I didn't tell you her name." And he's like, "Everybody knows." And he's very vague with it. Yeah, yeah, that's the devil. That guy comes back in the expansion to be like, "Sup? Let me help you out." Oh, but you're gonna do something. And, and that's your like a prank yeah, he, like to he cur- yeah he curses you and you have to complete three impossible tasks given by this immortal guy for you to get that curse off so he so the devil can steal so the devil- that immortal guy's soul oh okay so yeah. the devil makes you go after this immortal guy exactly to do these impossible tasks yeah. so you can so the devil can get that guy's soul yeah all right yeah it's a great a expansion right? the immortal guy i mean he got, he's did he get def- his desserts you felt like no, I was. I mean, I felt bad for him. It was a crappy situation, but in most of this game, they do a good job where it's not. I mean, there's only a few cases where it's black and white. Okay. Most other cases where it's like the Baron's case. Yeah. Right. I mean, you find out like he beats her, then you're like, "Hey, fuck him!" And then you find out, well, hey, he's mad at her because he found out for the last two years she's been cheating on him and like pocketing money. Mm. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. And it's not saying, hey, cheat or beating her up is a good idea. But in those times, you kind of understand. <laughs> and you're just like, that, you're mad. In this at, world setting. Uh, you're mad at anyone. I mean, any partner that's snake. cheating on you. You're going to war, putting your life on the line. And that happens. Again, I'm not justifying it. So then you're kind of like irritated at her. Yeah. And then it's like you get more like mad at him because now um, he's 
obviously beating her so he's driving her into a worse position and then you get mad at her because she puts it off and even like a worse and so it makes it to where you're just pissed off at both parties being like y'all deserve each other i'm out and so they do uh i mean i'll ask you this have you did you not do the the trope but not trope i guess like certain people do i know i've done it in video games when it comes to choices and stuff you say before any big decisions or regret or reload when you don't have an outcome that you like, that you know that you can change if you fix it. I know Witcher does a good job of that sometimes it's already decided hour like five hours before you even got to that point. But I have done it before. Yeah. Um on this playthrough for the Witcher, I have uh, I wish I would have done it once. Okay. Because I really felt bad. I accidentally snitched on an elf and she was like Oh, you snitch? And she waited for me at this specific spot. I was just walking out of my own business. She tried to see me. What's up? I chopped her in half. I felt like the bad guy. And it's because I snitched. Snitched on what? Food well, or something? Well, no. There's a guard that gives you this like this job. And the guard is like, hey, find out who's murking my people. So you go. And the elves are like, yo, we're murking them. What you going to do about it? They're killing our people. They're like enslaving us. They're doing these horrific things. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually like, I'm not going to mess with you guys. Don't worry. I'm not going to kill you. And they're like, oi, good man. I leave. I go back to the garden. I'm not going to finish this quest. It's not happening. You know, I'm here to kill monsters. Elves are fucking with you. I'm out. Guards like, I ain't even paying you. And I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> Bounce out. Well, I told them elves were there. So they're like, oh, those elves. And they guards, guards end up murking the elves themselves. Oh. And that's where she would just like, you you ratted us out. Everyone died because she was the sole survivor. Oh. And I was like, I didn't get paid for that. So it's not worth it. Like, damn. Like, that sucks. I wouldn't have done that in real life. I didn't. I wouldn't think that it was snitching. But it was. And you cut her head off. I, no, I chopped her in half. Chopped her in half? Yeah. It was like, Witcher does a great job in looking at that. Yeah, you said. You said. There's a couple. Redemption. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> couple key people in this series uh, where you end up having to fight him, and I actually feel really bad. Really bad. Uh, uh, the Heart of Stone, there was one part in like a heist where I genuinely wish I would have saved because I didn't, and at that point, it was like, well, I guess this is what happened then. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, I felt really I guess bad it makes it. you, it does, but I guess it makes it play, replayable and stuff. Uh, I, for there's sure. There's a part where uh, I was watching my wife play, and she goes into this uh, band where this, I guess this dude was murking women. He beats the shit out of women. was killing them. He was like, oh, Horace Sun Jr.? Yeah, yeah, he like killed like five women in yeah. there. Yeah, what did he do to them? Oh, he was dead. I, I was like, he oh, mur- he yeah. I was like, regardless of whatever you do, you're still dead. I'm still killing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a witcher. I'm a monster killer. That's, I like how yeah. humans are mainly the most monsters you kill. In yeah. <laughs> poetic, Man, right? poetic. Uh, damn, that's good. Yeah. But, I mean, because of how good... Uh, heart of stone was and i've been just like sucked into blood and wine and they do a good job of mentioning like things that happen in the book series and it's do you have the books i have uh the first two or three 
Okay. Yeah. First two. So or I, three. I have the first three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have? Uh, you mean first three or are you like including the, I the prequel? I bought the collections one. Oh, it's the first. So three I had the like Last Wish. Yeah. It does No, that one doesn't. I have oh. Last Wish on my Kindle. Okay. But that one just has the three that they. they oh, said the these blood and elves and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the that. first three, but you definitely want to read Last Witch before yeah. that. No, I read that. Well, one yo, before. they even have. Have you even seen um on like Amazon and the Kindle and stuff like that? Witcher comics by Dark Horse. Have you oh. seen any of that? Oh. It's awesome. It looks really cool. It's Dark Horse Witcher comics, and it's just him going on like random adventures too. And it's really freaking. They're doing cool. their own stories with it. I mean, yeah, there was oh. its own. I think there's like five of them out right now, and it's really, really good. I like it. I mean, it's a good supplement to the series itself. Okay. Uh, another one I checked out on Hulu mm. uh, is ID Invaded. I actually watched that today when I went to a car dealership to get my keys fixed because they were messed up and random tangent with this card this car thing so i had a i have like a dodge so i have like a key fob that goes in and mm. my my keys were i couldn't like unlock and lock my door if i was trying to lock my door if i press the button too hard my trunk would pop open randomly it's just like what's wrong with my keys so i was like i'm gonna just go get this replaced keys done in i went before i went to get i thought it was a battery thing but no it's a key thing so Went and got my key replaced. Turn it in. How much do you think it cost me to get that key replaced? Two fifty. You're pretty much close. It was two eighty. Oh man. One hundred and fifty for the part, and then like eighty uh eighty dollars or something for uh the key fob or for their service to program the key. Like six or so. I was like, how pissed were you? I was real mad, like, and the woman, you ever had someone who acts like you're getting a good deal? Like, I walked up to pay, and she's like, you know what? I guess the price right away. I, I got it right. I said it was 280 and it was 280 and 33 cents. And, like, I was supposed to be happy about, like, how close she was. And I was, I obviously, being a, a decent human being, was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And, like, I wasn't going to be a dick, but I was like, that shit is expensive for it. I, one key replacement. Yeah. Took you guys 20 that. damn minutes. No, I, I waited there for about two and a half hours. Oh, for them to do that. And I think the only reason they got it done is because I found out my, my, I needed to pick pick up my wife. And she was like, hey, how long is it going to be? And I went up and was like, hey, how long is it going to be? And I bet a person was coking and joking in the back. I was like, oh, shit, let me get this done real quick. I bet you they yeah, were. I was like, how long does sure. it take to program a key? They I've, got the part. All they do is they program it. Oh, uh, dang. Uh, uh, I love it. That was anyways, uh, I watched this ID Invaded uh, to kill some time, and honestly, it is a. It reminded me immediately of Minority Report, mm-hmm. so I only watched the first two episodes because this is kind of like um, an Inspector where it breaks down. It, so far, it feels like each uh, they do part one and part two of a major case, so it's almost like an hour long block. The first thing about catching a serial killer, mm-hmm. and this guy it goes into this digital space of their victims or their world. Uh, I, I feel like it's victims, but it may just be the serial killer themselves. So they have enough information on them mm. to enter their own like world of them. If they know like they're dark, able to have enough clues. And so he dives into them and he is able to find, uh, he's almost like in their conscious. So he's able to find information out to figure out like what they're doing or not. Huh. Like uh, who's the next victim. If they can save people, First episode, and I guess there's a uh, a bigger overarching villain they want to catch who's like 
they said is he is the the serial killer who creates serial killers. Huh. So that's interesting. His, his name was John Locke. So like John Locke. That got less interesting. Yeah. Uh, but basically, I guess from what from the little they told me, he can make people into serial killers. I guess just make him crazy. Huh. The first episode was a guy who was mentally insane because he he would drill holes in people's heads and he thought that it would let them see the world better and they would live for a couple of days before just succumbing to it and uh but in that episode it it's the first two parts is good it's interesting and then with the main guy he's like the great greatest detective but you also find out that he made he's a prisoner of these guys as well like he may have done something hmm. and he has a plot involving his daughter and stuff and it's weird Seems a little weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue watching. I was yeah, like, cool. Really? Got your more. attention? Yeah, I got my attention on that one. So is it more talking? Is there a lot of action? Uh it, it's more uh talking. If if you it's like anime is like uh a little bit another similar thing it has, it's like what's it called? Oh I had the name in my head. Like it's with criminals psychopaths. It's uh, kinda like that vibe sense of psychopaths. Like you every episode should either gonna be about Psychos until you find the overarching villains mm-hmm. so, and how they're solving. But he dives into the world while the other team around him is going out there putting things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. So, Do you ever watch Psychopaths? I watched the first uh, first season. I'm not honestly, I didn't finish it. I'm at the very last episode of the first season. Did you like it? I, I liked it. Uh, I heard it goes downhill on it, season it goes, two. Yeah, because they they lose like the. Same like writer or director it oh, drops, but see, I guess Psychopath Three gets a little bit better and everything. It's in one of those tough series where like the right when the writing gets bad, you notice, mm. or like the it just uh, the uh, they did the big premise in the first season. And it's hard to continue after that because there was nothing else really going on. Mm, it's hard it was, for like, them to follow such a up. big huge overarching plot in the first season, mm-hmm. and that's just from my, what I can tell. I could be wrong from what other people be for, but I just know season two wasn't great and season three was all right, and now they're doing. This whole new thing with new characters and everything, the similar faces to really spin it off. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely wa- watch it if you want to watch like a detective noir thing. Yeah, you got me a little curious about it. Uh, originally, I was definitely going to have yeah. it get lost in the the, the shuffle of everything, yeah. but I'm probably definitely going to check it out. Yeah. At least uh, I'll end up saying what I think about it on our next one. Yeah. Now, out of all this anime, you ended up seeing kind of a, a what, like an extended part. Is yes. it canon? It yeah. is canon. Okay. A canon movie canon. to one of the most popular Rising. series of our time. So how was My Hero Academia Heroes Rising? What did you think about it compared to uh, this season? Tell us. Um, it fits well with the season. If you're currently watching the season, you could honestly just go and see it. Um. It's honestly, it's it's. Uh, I wouldn't know it's canon until someone until I read and heard it was going to be a canon thing in it. But basically, it just takes place of uh, almost like that. Our heroes are on an island for their class. The class A guys are on an island, and uh, their assignment in order to make them stronger because villains are rising so much, as you know about villains rising right now in the season. That they want the hero class to become as strong as possible, as quickly as possible, to be the new heroes to stop these villains. So they had an idea that the government and the school itself had an idea to send these to this small island 
and for they those class heroes to because they're class one supposed to be the best heroes prospects ever mm. they're going to be the main hero force on this island because it's old hero retired and left the island so now they're basically like a dispatch office cops in the island doing odd end jobs and uh there's an overarching villain that appears and he has abilities similar to um the guy who had uh all for one or was, yeah, it's all, yeah, for, all, for, all one. for one, not one for all, because one for all is uh, the bad guy. One for all is the bad guy? No, no. I, I thought all for one was the good guy. I mean, you're the one this, that's... These names get confused for me. Anyways, <laughs> anyways uh, I want to do a quick thing. But anyways, uh, it is all for one. It is all for one. Because all for one is like my hero. Yeah, it is all for one. Okay. That's goofy. I put it on Google. His name is... They call him all for one. But yeah, he the guy basically has the same powers all for one, mm-hmm. but he can't use it the same way. Mm. So this guy, uh, the villain one, he he needs uh, kind of goofy, but he needs a certain type of blood type in order to keep his power intact, mm. be able to use his ability because it slowly kills him if he doesn't have it. Oh, really? So he goes after this kid because he can use all these powers, but there's a time limit, and he's going after a specific kid because of his blood type is special and he needs a specific blood type so he went out to his father father was like nope my blood is only type a he took it and he takes your powers completely so it's almost like that power is gone now that he drains it mm-hmm. uh and yeah it uh it was definitely a good film i don't want to spoil anything i it makes me interested it made me want to dive into the manga and just start reading more and seeing things because there's another uh character that i've seen that's important that hints at um, a possibility that Deku may not have been quirk with, quirk, born without quirk. Oh man, if he had a, a quirk and got the other, oh, yeah. there might be someone who may have saw that he had a strong quirk as a kid and took it from him. That's what it's a big hint because there's a, you know, I'm just gonna spoiler alert. If you don't want to listen, I want to say <laughs> two minutes. You got two minutes. Two Start minutes. now. So there's a doctor that you saw in the beginning of the anime. Yeah. That guy is working with the bad guys. Oh, so that guy may have took his quirk, man. whatever Deku's quirk was, and took it from him as a kid. Wow, thought he was more quirkless because he was a person who made that new villain in the movie. He he thought, oh, your your genes are good enough to have off for one's ability, so I'm gonna put it in you. Damn, and see if you work, but end up killing him. Um, yeah, okay. but that's it. We're back. Uh, it was a good film. I highly recommend it. I I say watch it. Um. And, and enjoy it. You won't. You won't really feel spoiled at all. Um, with anything, if you just because none of the characters are really doing anything. The main stars of the of the movie is uh, Bakuga and uh, Bakugo? Deku. I fucking Bakugo. hate. Bakugo. They're the main, basically the main two guys. See, I don't um, even want. But the other class, the other class do fight. Yeah. So it's like they're fighting. I know, Bakugo but I hate Bakugo. Deku are fighting the main guy. The rest of the guys are fighting everyone else. I the only thing you. I dislike, but it kind of redeems. Is that my ice and fire guy doesn't get the respect that he deserves? That's the homie. But he does. I thought he wasn't because a lot of people said when I watched a review first about it. Well, a talk about it. They're like, they're not. He's not really a center of focus. But in the movie, he does one. Like he he does a bad. Uh, he does nope. a badass thing against a villain that was actually super tough. That like, I don't think Bakugo and 
and uh, Deku would have been a beat easily anyway. So yeah. I was just like on the same level I as the main guy. Man, I hate Bakugo so much. Yeah. He's I, annoying too. Like, I absolutely but he redeemed himself. He was cool in the movie him. towards the end. He was really cool. I fucking hate him yeah. so much. He's like the Sasuke of this generation yeah. to me. I just there's two. I mean, two characters out there I absolutely despise, yeah. and it's Bakugo and freaking Sasuke. Yeah, I want Bakugo to get the dog shit beat out of him. Yeah. I want Deku to just straight murk him. Oh my gosh! When he lost to when Deku lost to him, I was so mad. Yeah, hella mad. Uh, uh, one thing that one thing my hero academia does like, such a good job at, and so this is now because I watched this YouTube video where a guy talks about how Naruto um, was like seen as being like it's supposed to be like an underdog story, mm-hmm. but then if you really watch the series and think about it. He was always born with all these great gifts, so it was never an underdog story. It was like about a talentless person becoming a great person, but he was born with amazing gifts no. that he just didn't know how to use. Well, he didn't. He couldn't use. Yeah. What? But he, no. I will, no, I'm not even going to say that. I will not even be on that. I'm gonna, because, I want to send you the video and okay. have you watch it. Because straight up, this guy was shunned by the whole village. Ev nobody freaking told him shit. He had absolutely nobody growing up. It would make like, sense for years. That would break. How bad it was, but literally he had his how many dad villains? was a Hokage. How many villains? Yeah, and he was still treated like shit yeah, for years of his because life. Because it made him be treated. Like no, shit. yeah. So think about it. How many villains went through the same thing and were like, "Fuck it, I'm going to ruin the world now." He could have easily have done that he in any easily. aspect. He could have been Obito, but no. He still dealt almost, through almost that. Still the kept going through is, that. At the end of the series, he's basically god level. Yeah. He had to be Frank Harama to have the same no, role he, and do No, he all literally that. was said, hey, you were destined to be. You're part of the reincarnated demon, the human gods of this world. You're a reincarnate. So you're not an underdog. You were born with this gift. Naruto? Yeah. In the series, he's literally, they said, you're my reincarnated sun spirits. You and Sasuke. Oh, why even mention that fucking asshole? He's a reincarnated spirit. Yeah, they too. both have these inherent spirits. Oh, there's a talking, cycle. Yeah, you're talking cycle. those, those that keep abilities. fighting. Yeah, the ones that keep fighting fight all the time. Other, every yeah. generation. God, I hate them both. So I'm. I'll see. Anyways, uh, what was I getting at? Let's tell me about my hero. Yeah, my hero being an underdog story. Yeah, but I just like how Deku makes me go. Why aren't you training more, man? Why aren't you? And he doesn't get like strong really quick. It's always like it's a long road, and yeah. I appreciate it more because it's like real life. Like you can't just do two weeks or just one year and be the strongest man in the world. It takes time, and there's always going to be someone out there competing against you or trying to strive as hard as you are. I mean, I like also that, yeah. prefer this type of stuff only because it's the it's the thing that inspires me and keeps me still going. Hmm. Like when I see hard work and they don't just skip the training scene, but you see an episode two, sometimes three episodes of them grinding, crying and trying to crawl to get ahead. That's the type of stuff that pumps me up or it keeps me going to the gym every single day Mm. where it's just like, Hey, even when you don't want to, you're uncomfortable. You're not, you're not crying. Like you're not doing this. One thing they do beautiful in my hero academia is his scars that is on his body Mm -hmm. that you see, like you see, of him overusing his power like the scars on his hands and there's this patch on his skin that's like ripped apart like he always gonna have this exposed like muscle tendon mm-hmm. that it's like a burnt scar and that's like damn you gotta really 
sacrifice like certain things like going yeah. you gotta you gonna get hurt and stuff uh, i mean and they like, carry it for the rest of your life kind of thing with the way they did that with all might yeah. i mean they sat there and you have this uh, that's what really kind of like struck me odd in the series in a good way was the fact that they went through like the hero from a completely different perspective one that you know the superman but also from the outside but from the inside you know kind of away from that society kind of like where he has to hide it this weak frail poor guy that just he's trying and it just it's really interesting to me like and and it's and they do a good job with him because he's not that much in the movie but he does a good job of showing like how hard how hard would it be for you to be like a superman character and then to lose that power and be a mentor and now you got to see your protege fight these dangerous battles that you would have you would have been in a fight yeah and now because of how powerful you were people were so afraid of you that now that you're gone they're coming out of the woodwork yeah. everyone's like he's gone hell yeah yeah and other people are just like how can we live to be live up to your name and you can't do anything your embers are gone yeah it's really interesting. Like they do a good job. The one thing that strikes me that I really like about this show also is uh, the way they use music. Oh yeah, okay. they use music through some scenes that can make you go from I don't care to emotional like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do a really interesting job. But yeah, that was uh, the My Hero Academia. Well, Heroes My Rising Hero Academia yeah. movie. Highly just... recommended. Uh, I'm glad uh, I saw it in sub. Um, I had to go further to go see it in sub. Well, not further, but the one by my closest to my house was only doing dub. And I was like, I'm not watching no damn dub. On good, man. Even if they have a good talent team, I was like, I like dub. It's set in Japan. I want to watch. I mean, I like sub, but not dub. I like sub. I'm going to keep watching it in sub. It was cool. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, this will happen in the theater. This is funny. So, you know, I bought my seat ticket and I was walked in. So, say if you walk into theaters and it's not that many people in it. So, it's like a lot of open seats. And a guy sitting on you, your tickets for like B18. And there's a guy sitting at B17. Some random dude eating popcorn. I'm sitting right next to him. You are? I sat right. I sat. I sat at B, uh, B19. I was like, I'm, I don't want to be bumping elbows because it's like those close. Well, seats. I would sit there until it started because right. like when I went to Konosuba, it was packed. Oh, it okay. was jammed. Yeah, if it was packed, I'd sit there. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I literally was like, oh, no one's coming. It was, and I walked in like, Two minutes before the movie was about to start. Oh, yeah. So, so then for like, oh, sure, yeah. yeah, I would have done the same yeah. damn thing. So I walked to the wrong theater because I was like, what, what theater am I at? Because it was like the guy kind of said, oh, boo, boo, boo. And I was like, I got my popcorn and stuff. And I looked at my ticket and I was like, oh, it's not that B11, he said. It's not G11. It's freaking G8. And I walked to G8. And I was like, wait a second. I looked at my ticket again because I sat down. And they were having like a despicable meme thing going on. But the theater was straight empty. I was like. There's no way it's going to be empty for this movie. There can't be. I looked at my ticket. My ticket. I was looking at the ticket for uh, when we went to go see 1917. I was like, what the hell? I, I scrolled to it, and it kept going to 1917. So I went to my thing. It's like, it's freaking G11. Oh, so I get out, gosh. go to G11 when it was like two minutes left, looking goofy, and walked to the day sat down. Was there a lot of people in the theater? It was It was a good handful. It was a good sporadic. It was good enough. A handful? Yeah. So it was like five. I won't say him. Okay, it was like 30, 30 or something people. It was it was like people, some people in the front row, some people back there. It was mm, good. Mm, yeah. Also, yeah. Well, if we're done with anime, I could say talk about other things I want to go see too. But like what? Yeah, I I went to go see the Pixar movies Onward. How was that? That one, highly recommended. Really? Go see, go see that movie. It's really Pixar's good. Pixar's Onward, yeah. huh? 
Yeah, I guess it was projected to be like one of the worst Pixar's opening. Well, it right now because no one what's really it about? See it. It's I've about two uh, done, like, these two brothers mm-hmm. who, uh, well, this bro- this youngest brother turns finally turns sixteen, and his dad died long ago, died before he was you know grew up. He died in his infancy, so his dad left his sons a wand in order to. And this one specific spell that allows them to have 24 hours of seeing their dad for 24 hours. And they cast it, but when they cast it, it went wrong and the thing shattered they needed. So they only were able to bring back his uh, legs, basically. His pants, legs up on top. Everything else is gone. So they basically go on a venture to find this cube in order to bring their dad back for the rest of the time they have with him. Because you only get 24 hours. Once you use it, it's gone. You can never bring it back again. Mm-hmm. So and they, to talk to them. And just about uh, how far you go to you know see your loved one. But also, there's a very important message in it. And I think it's very powerful. Huh. And it left me go, waterworks. Like, yeah. like, like, it was per- perfectly beautiful. Yeah. Just and, like hit, real, yeah. hit home like yeah, perfectly. Hit home perfectly. And it also made me think of like if you're a, a Dungeons and Dragons fan and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has some of that in it. It's like that vibe of like making life an adventure and being yourself. Mm-hmm. Not letting anyone do, don't change yourself in order to be fit in with people who you you look up to or idolize mm-hmm. in some way. You like, oh, those people are cool, so I want to be like them. Mm-hmm. Like be yourself and don't let that change you. And really take a sit back and see the people who helped, who were in your life when you need them the most, and the people who shaped you. Don't just you know let them go to waste. But mm-hmm. great movie. Enjoyed it, loved it. It's called Onward. Onward, yes. Onward. Pixar was good. Never even heard good of actors. That. No, they didn't advertise it as well. They made it advertise almost like uh, they advertised it almost as if it wasn't a Pixar movie, yeah. which is weird. Uh, almost like I thought at first it was a DreamWorks, but really good. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. Watch it. I know it. Corona. That people are freaking out. Go see the movie. Go see it. Take the risk. Take your grandparents. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm Maybe not. Good. Leave them home. Don't take them. But if you have the time, please go see it. Yeah, it was really good. Love so it. what else? Um, are you watching any live action shows or? Television? I haven't watched any real television. Anything. Right, I guess we can go to video games after this. Uh, I'm watching one right. new show now. I think ABC. I know Disney owns ABC. I basically watch all my shows on that channel. I watch. They got so many shows from ABC that I watch. Like what? I watch, uh, what the name is? I watched The Rookie. I watched uh, The Good Doctor. And I started watching this new show called um, For Life, which is about this guy who was wrongfully convicted and sentenced to prison for like being like a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And it was some dude, like, say you own a business, you have this nightclub, and say I was doing some shady shit selling drugs in your club. But the feds were like, no, you're fucking going down for it, fucker. And they make you go, they yeah. make you seem like you're the big ringleader. I was just working under you. And they give you a plea deal. You're like, hell no, I'm, I'm innocent. So you're sentenced to you for life. But you were so fucking determined that you got your lawyer degree. And now you're a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're allowed because of your award to uh, go represent cases of like prisoners and stuff. And go and do things for your fellow prisoners. And it's about a real life uh, individual. I should have wrote his name down. Things like. One second, because I, I, I feel like I gotta say this guy's name, or for that respect, uh, uh it's well, actually a real life prisoner who was wrongfully convicted and sentenced to life in prison mm-hmm. that he was able to get out. Um, this black guy, and it, it's just a 
Uh, it's only like three episodes right now. It's uh, it's based off Isaac Wright Jr.'s life. Isaac Wright yeah. Jr. Yeah, it's right about his life. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's just a cool lawyer show that also deals with how you kind of deal with prison life and also just being out. Hmm. Um, interesting premise, and hopefully it gets picked up for second season. So I don't have to be like, well, I'm done because if the show's canceled, I'm like, what's the point of watching it? That's fair. I'm just That's like, fair. I don't want to invest myself any further. Uh, but that was good. And yeah, I don't want to talk about. I've been falling asleep to uh, ultra marathon documentaries. Ultra, yeah. There's a whole bunch of them. Oh man, like on YouTube, you oh, find the like their perspective, and so they'll check in like every mile or like every few miles and be like, "This is what we're doing. This is it." Oh, you're watching like episode clips, or there's a documentary. It's hour, like yeah, two it's, hour it's like yeah, it's like one to two hours, but they have like the Badwater, uh, the Mohawk, like two forty. The one where they had to run up the Himalayan mountains. And so it's like a lot of these have not just 200 miles or 100 plus, but it's also up mountains. So it's just really interesting. Please understand I hate running. And we'll Is it never... from an amateur perspective or from like a, the Pe- full documentary? People that, well, I would say it's probably amateur perspective. But it's like of the runners that actually like complete the race. Okay. There's a couple that's like full documentary about it. Like the last one I watched, it was like Born to Run. Okay. Where it was like this person's journey to become an ultra marathon runner. That was really just, uh, interesting. But the last ones I've watched have been on like the Barkley Marathons or the Barkley Race, which is the world's hardest race, which is they, there's like a thousand people that start and I think only like five finish it each year. Did, uh, did our boy, uh, I don't think David Goggins has even tried it. He, he, no, he's what, done like his the, race. The one of the hardest. Well, yeah, what? there's one the, like the Mohawk 240. Okay. Like that's the one where it's like 200 and it's like. But that's usually supposed to be team, right? He just chose mm, like team. No, well, you can do it in team, and what oh, a team okay. is is that means you have like pacers, you have people oh. that are like prepping ahead of you. Uh, they still have aid stations. You're just manually doing everything yourself. Oh, okay. And so, Jeez. yeah, and oh, yeah, David Goggins is still oh, killing it. Some summer reading over here. Yeah, I mean, living it's, with the uh, seal, one of the best. Like, I read that. I oh. just haven't read his uh his his autobiography yet. Do you have it? I have it. Okay. Because for some reason we have two copies of that here. You have two. Oh. Yeah, one of our last roommate ended up oh, abandoning his copy his? like a child. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's been the main thing I've been watching so far. Just or I'll like go to sleep while I'm like playing on my Switch, and it just like just all this listening to it yeah listening to it i'll look over and i'm just like damn see i would never do that and then i just look back i mean i can barely like straight up run like seven miles like i could do seven and then after that i start to get miserable yeah that's all i was like i hate it i know that they said there's a point where you get that runner's high i mean that's the thing but then it's like okay but now you're running 24 hours straight 24 hours straight so you don't just get the runners high you get the runners hallucinations (laughs) yeah and it's like when you hear perspectives uh where it's like hey yeah i'm on like hour 36 i started seeing this person playing a flute and i knew they weren't real and they talk about that yeah yeah and like different ones it's really fascinating what do they say actually i I might have to send me one of those i want to know what they what has made them or been a determined to make them do that i mean yeah it's really my thing is i don't want to be 
I see some people who break those records and stuff. I'm like, cool. It's great. I just don't want to be too like lose muscle and so be too thin. And so I want that uh, more as a printer built for me. Um, if it's rail thin, you're exactly right. But I feel like for like mine, like I'm six one yeah. uh, right now, like 200 should be like perfect. Right. I mean, enough muscle for real power and enough like endurance so that you're not going to have a heart attack. Yeah. Cause I, and I agree with you. I hate the idea of me walking up uh, uh, three floors of stairs and being like breaking a sweat. Like I'm a little. What I hate is not being able to like itch my back. Like oh, okay, you yeah. lose that now. We naturally lose flexibility the older we get. And straight up, I stretch every single day. Like being able to touch your hands. Like one yeah. hand go over, one hand go under, and connect your hands behind your back. I, that's something I never want to be able to lose. Yeah. Like, so I don't want to ever get too big or too muscular. I think like just that Jack of all trades kind of build where you can, I mean, like those people from CrossFit there, a lot of them are jacked, yeah. but some of them are like, they're nice and chiseled, but you can tell they also can do like 10 miles. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I want is I want to be able to get where off the couch on any given day. I get uh, wow. at least eight. One day I want to do, there's some things that, actually, I just need to sit down and have a write down because there's some fitness things I want to do. I want to do the Murph, um, which is from a seal that passed away, that his popular thing where he would wear, like, he would run a mile and wearing this weighted vest and stuff mm-hmm. and do these swims and runs and stuff and bike. It's like this big. The um, swims would yeah. be very tough. Yeah, just to see. The hardest part yeah. for me would be the swims. Oh, yeah. Well, what's another Let's one? Uh, I want to do an Ironman. Uh, it's cool, like, Nick did it. Uh, yeah, my boss is so training for one he's too. Training for one, yeah, yeah. I would want to do that, and I want to do a half marathon. I'm signing up for the June one. June one, no joke. June, uh, it's the Seattle half marathon, rock and roll, rock and roll marathon. Yeah, yeah. so that's going to be my first official, real, only half marathon with no obstacles, because obviously yeah, we've done true. the Spartan race. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm really, I just, really excited. Yeah. Honestly, just. I need to break that excuse of saying, like, letting time get ahead of me and just make a schedule, stick to that schedule and get it done. When you have that routine, man, you're going to go so far so quick. Like, it's scary. It's like that snowball effect where you push that snowball down. On the second week, you're like, damn, that snowball can mess somebody up now. By, like, the second month, you're like, oh, no, that if that keeps going, that's going to hurt someone. It is exciting. I mean, I've been doing cardio consistently for, like, well over the last – now a month and a half yeah. almost every like five six days a week even after climbing and i've noticed like energy levels confidence my positivity like yeah. my mindset i've noticed everything improve just by being consistent yeah and like you like you have your gym right across the street I, my gym's not too far and honestly and downstairs in my my front room i have elliptical i can do 30 minutes an hour a day and just bust something out because my mother-in-law lost a lot of weight every morning she gets up and just does that when i started cardio um i had to do the elliptical no joke for like a year because my weight used to be 245 i used to weigh a lot and so i couldn't run without getting knee pain in like my joints okay so i had to use the elliptical no joke for like a year straight where it finally got to the point to where i was like uh okay while I'm on here, my heart rate can't go below 150. Okay, because if your heart rate goes below 150, then at that point you're not burning as much fat. Yeah. You're not. Okay. 
it got to the point to where I was like, if I can stay on this thing for two hours straight, I can do 13 miles on the damn elliptical. Then I feel like at this point, my joints should be able to hold up so I can kind of start to move to other stuff. And that's when I start moving to uh, like uh, the rowing machine. And then I start moving to actual like the treadmill. And now I can do like six, seven miles with no knee pain, but it took a long time. It's tough. And I don't want to be that veteran who got out of the military and just boom. And I I just want to have a healthy life because cancer and everything in my family. So I just, like you said, I need to make a schedule and just stick to it and start out. But also the diet. I mean, again, the diet is just important. You've seen what my lunch is. I sent that to you and that is my lunch. Before in the mornings, okay, I was still losing a little bit of weight, but I would have two Subway cookies, <laughs> fresh, yeah. fresh as fuck, and uh, like a little tea, and that would be my normal breakfast yeah. until the shake, and then I would have like my yeah. dinner at home. I remember you always had that because even in school, I remember you always had a, a muffin like and a, a coke. coke. So yeah, but now yeah. it's like I've switched to oatmeal in the morning, and so it's I'm trying to slowly substitute it all, cutting back on pop energy drink going into like the the no sugar the no calorie like stuff like that i mean i've bought literally zero calorie sports powerade just because again that that sugar is what gets you so it's it's so important and i've noticed a huge difference i mean i don't want to do it all the time i don't want to like control your life yeah sacrificing unhappiness but there's there's certain questions you gotta ask yourself do you really need two fucking cookies in the morning john Mm -hmm. i mean i am an adult no, yeah, every morning. I don't. Why not do it once every two weeks or once a week? Or I mean, again, there's things you can kind of do to slowly whittle yourself off. Saves money, but more importantly, it's like health wise, man. I'm I think I'm the fittest right now in my life than I've ever been. Just like with the small stuff I've been doing every single day for the past probably like two, three years now. Hmm. So it's really like I'm hyped. By the time I get thirty two, by the time June comes this year. It's going to be dramatically different because I'm uh, at my lightest weight right now. I'm thinking like to like 210. Oh, wow. Yeah. You want, you want to get out of 200? Or, 200. Or and so when you have a fat cycle, then you, like you getting fat and like eating cookies and like McDonald's or whatever, yeah. then you're at 205. Okay. Like that's what I want. But I think 200 to 205 to me or 190 to 205, like that range is perfect because most of those ultra marathon runners are like 150. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't. I don't want to be a rail. I don't want to be super skinny. I want to be healthy, but where you can tell, hey, this person doesn't just like hit bench all day. Yeah. Like I don't want to be that guy. Muscle, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exciting though, man. We have some good things coming up, anime and personal wise. Yeah. I mean, kind of moving off to the distractions. I mean, have you played any games over the past like week or two? Um. So I know last time I told said I finished. Uh, uh, Pokemon. Bet you honestly, this guy still hasn't even touched control. I definitely haven't touched control. I haven't okay, played. So. Honestly, the only thing I said that highlight that I played that got me hyped, and that was the demo to Final Fantasy VII Remake. I refuse to play it. I'm, you're I smart. I won't. I Who's, think you should. What's but the point? I know there is no point because you can't continue from that. And you don't have to say you're going to have to redo it again. Yeah, that's and the only thing that you get right. 
all that ma- no and all that matters is we already know the game's going to be good why do i want to tease w- would you go to a strip club no i don't want blue balls it doesn't <laughs> make sense if i can't touch why am i paying i don't understand that that's how final fantasy that demo is it's like oh enough to be like oh i see the potential of the game and that's it i don't want that i've already wait like waited years i can wait i like another month i i'm to the point where that i looked up to see if my thing, my uh, collector edition went in, because how iffy it was is like, hey, if you if your yeah, car doesn't go through, mm-hmm. it's canceled. I was making sure to a point where, even when I look at the thing that says your order is pending, and and I haven't got no email saying that my stuff was canceled, I still feel like I need to go to GameStop and pre-order it just to make for sure for sure that this game is mine, oh, or just for the fact that there's times where. I was like, yeah, your order's coming through, but the game's released, and my stuff's not here, and I got to wait a week. Oh, and I'm hearing my friends playing. I was I like, I might as well just hard. have a copy. I would and then just, like, just give it to someone or sell it back, trade it in for something else later. But I'm, I'm thinking about that. Well, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen. I yeah, honestly I might do the same thing yeah. with uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That was the first one where I was like, oh, I might actually pre-order the special edition for it. Yeah. With the mask and all that that comes with uh, it, looks pretty. I was gonna damn do that. Cool. Has a war banner. Mm, looks good. Looks real good. I don't know. I, I'm excited for that Ghost of Tsushima. I'm a little worried about the combat though, because oh, I want a yeah. hard game. That Neo Two is coming out this Friday. We're already buying it. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, it's supposed to be incredibly difficult. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. So yeah. I think I feel such like a because I want Ghost, but I feel such like a punk because I didn't finish. Uh, I let what's that? Uh, what's the other game? Sekiro. Sekiro, just beat this. I mean, I couldn't beat the end boss, but I beat everyone else. So I feel that. I just can't beat the end boss. I I was more mad that the loading screens were longer than some of the boss fights, and I was like, (laughs) "Fuck this game!" Like, I got no problem in dying in trial and error. I got a problem when I'm waiting over a minute every single time for a load. That annoys the crap out of me. I think also I need to stop letting games get in my head because I worried that when I die, die constantly, I was infecting. And it's like if you die, you'll hurt your the people around you or something. Like they will start suffering or the prince. Oh yeah, you do definitely see it. Yeah. Like you see that like the disease kind of slowly, but you can cure that almost at any time. Okay, you can okay. go by like a little thing yeah, that like, like restores that. I was like, I guess I worry about that. I'm just like get good. That's all you gotta do. That's get it. good and then learn how to deflect. It. All you gotta yeah. do is time the deflect. And half the bosses in that game, you can literally walk up behind them before the battle starts, get an instant like kill, get one health bar down, and where you're yeah, fighting like one on one. Yeah, it's really like yeah. cool. Just watch it. Uh, but I guess if I do start a game, um, I honestly I feel like it's gonna be Witcher, or I'm gonna keep playing my little RPG on my Switch. Mm-hmm. The, but now that I also feel a regret of I might stop that and just go finish up either uh, uh, Astro Train or uh, what's that damn uh, Three Heroes, a hero house. This motherfucker Fire is Blum. doing everything Fire possible Blum. to avoid control. He's oh. doing everything possible control to just, avoid just like, what the hell? Could have. I could have beat that game five times by this time. No, you're right. And you're just like, oh, I'm just, I got, you got murked on a gunfight and you can't complete the level. And you're like, fuck it. 
drop yeah, the game. I'll finish drill. You'll finish I'm done, it. I'm done. I, I'm done with school next week, and then I don't go back to school until the 31st. I got time. See, what's great about this podcast is the fact that we have you saying you'll finish <laughs> control. I pull this up in three months. Let's see. All right. Let's see. At oh, that point, man. I might just bring it to you, but hey, here it is. I mean, if it took not, six not months for you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, that um, three houses. I mean, I, I'm a little worried about the DLC. Are you going to get it? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't connect with the main story really at all. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. So that kind of annoys yeah. me. Like, I what, don't like what, the. All that means, like, I thought it was about kids, other future generation kids. Is this something completely not? It's just like this weird little side thing. And then you can then you complete the main story. And then at that point, you can recruit those kids into your house, whatever oh. house you choose. But they won't make a single mention of knowing you before. It'll be like the first time they met you. And I didn't like that aspect. So I was like, eh, I'll hold off on that. Mm. I got a game for the Switch called Rune Factory that is stupid and I love it. Yeah, I know like, Rune Factory. It's literally like a simulator Harvest of everything. Moon yeah. Fighting thing, too. Yeah. Like- and I'm straight up like, I'll play it like half an hour to an hour before I go to bed just fucking picking vegetables. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, fuck these vegetables. Do around. Make the money, sell your damn vegetables, RIL. There's some things that are like therapeutic. That's why I feel yeah. like Animal Animal Crossing on pre-order. I was like, actually, I feel like Animal I might Crossing actually very, get that game too. Very therapeutic too, yeah. especially because you can have your friends be in the world. So, like, oh, we can make a world together. Yeah, just have, having combat. So, like, I definitely was but. looking into the Animal Crossing. I mean, again, we're gonna get Neo Two itself. Um, Final Fantasy is coming out next month. That's mm-hmm. obviously bought. Yep. For both, I mean, we both got that. Yeah, I'm literally in school and I'm mad about it. I was like, man, I'm trying to, trying to be done, but it's gonna be like my second week of school, so I can make that sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Ready for the summer? I mean, I don't really care too much about Doom Eternal. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't, I I couldn't even get into the other Doom. Like, I thought I'd be able to enjoy it, and for some reason, man, it just never, never gets me. Wasn't even three. I wasn't. I haven't finished two, so I feel like I wouldn't feel good buying it. Yeah, you'd be definitely a punk ass, yeah. but also you should buy it just to support them. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm yeah. play Final Seven, definitely The Last of Us Part Two. I mean, yeah, and definitely. Oh, dang. The Sword and Shield expansion doesn't come out until June. June thirtieth. Oh, dang! These guys are ridiculous. What kind of? I mean, Cyberpunk doesn't. I'm buying that Tales of Arise. Real quick. Oh, Cyberpunk? Yeah. I'm buying that. Big. I'm probably buying Watch Dogs Legion. I am absolutely Have hyped. Have fun with that. I'm hyped about having any character I can choose and assassinating That's somebody fun. with like an old lady. I Ubisoft think has promised a lot of things before. We'll see if it actually comes into fruition. I mean, we definitely will. But when you know that guy that you've now just did hella missions with, if you die, he's gone forever. You're going to think about it a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah I'm going to load my save. That's what I'm going to do. I don't think they give you that option in this game. Yeah, they might have auto save. They say also- permadeath. We'll see. We'll see. Or it's going to be an option for sure. Because uh, people get fucking pissed off. Well, get good. <laughs> yes, that's true. Don't do anything wild. But I guess that's really kind of about it at this point, man. So the last thing is we always want to go off on a song that is decent. Not one of Ernest's songs. My music has has been bangers. You're 0-2 on choosing Uh, last songs, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) So this song. Pop Virus? That was me got you that song. Yeah. 
Okay, you got me one song because in like three years. Death Stranding. Bro. Which you never beat. Yeah, I haven't beat that game at all yet. So, the, the song um, I'm choosing is called is from an anime called Darker Than Black. Mm. It is called Howling. It's a song I actually used to listen to back in my high school days. And it's by oh, a band called Abingdon Boy School. Sonic, I'm 